once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C-Squared. Now on our podcast, we interview musicians and other industry professionals to give you an inside look on how to take your music to the next level. Hello and welcome to another episode of the CGI podcast, which is where Curtis and Gaia go insane and interview different people that are going to be on the upcoming C-Squared Underground Music Compilation. So today we have Laura Inferno of the Inferno Doll, uh, who is an amazing person, an amazing artist, and she is the first track on the compilation with her song Ghost Waltz, and we're going to be going in depth with her about the song about the Inferno Doll, probably about Sacrifice, maybe maybe even about her earlier music. We will see, but over to Gaia for question number one. Woo! Hi, Laura. Super happy Hi, to Gaia. see you. I feel like we haven't spoken in a while, and like I, I missed you. <laughs> yeah, I miss you too. What so, the hell? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a good way to start a podcast. Hi, everybody. Um, so um, I wanted to talk to you about the song because uh, when I was doing the track list, I listened to your track and I was like, this has to be the first track on the on the compilation. It has to be that one because I love the introduction and I love like the, the intro and like the, the overall vibe of the song. So before we go into um, the song, I wanted to ask you if you could kind of like explain to me how um, you became the Infernal Doll. Okay, so it all started back on 2013-ish when I was still with my former band, Sacramento in Chile. We were performing live all the time. We were a very active band. And I had this urge of making my own thing. I had this concept, this idea in my head that I was not able to fully develop it with Sacramento. So one day at a barbecue in my that time house, Gabriel was there. Uh, Gabriel Hidalgo, he's my co-songwriter, partner, and co-producer. And I told him, you know what, I'm dying to do something different from Sacramento. I want to do like my own thing. And I already have the concept and it's about this woman that lifts my body and she locks me out so she can like go out in the world and take over the world. And, and yes, and he was like, oh, okay, I like that idea. Let's do it. And when we started working on the songs, I at the same time started developing the concept of the album. And I needed a name. I needed a name. How am I going to call myself? How am I going to call this project? And also back in Chile, most of my friends were giving me nicknames because I was listening to a lot of Devil Doll, uh, this specific song from Autumn Tears that's called The Broken Doll. I am a big fan of the Living the Doll. So they were calling me like Laura, Doll, Doll, Broken, Laura, Inferno, and mix it all up. And I was like, okay, so this is me. I'm going to call this project the Inferno Doll. And um, yeah, we started working on the songs. And at the same time, I was working on the uh, concept of it. And yes, it was, as I said at the beginning, about this alter ego waking up inside of me, uh, realizing that she was alive and that I was keeping her kind of hostage or something like that. Mm -hmm. 
and she gets angry she locks me she locks me out in a room or in a kind of a cell and she takes over like let's say that she takes over the body and my subconscious go inside like go sleep <laughs> it's your time to sleep <laughs> so back then I was going through a lot of things personal things so I use all those moments and put them into what became domination and here I am <laughs> long story short <laughs> and um I know we talked about sacrifice before but sacrifice was like inspired by something else no yeah absolutely I today I look at I listen to domination I listen I pay attention to the lyrics and everything and it's like wow <laughs> i'm not that person anymore and sacrifice for me is uh it means it meant leaving chile coming here to canada i did really know how it was going to be like leaving everyone behind everything behind to start like from zero from zero again and there was there was a lot of things that took me by surprise uh, because I wasn't prepared, I was I didn't really had a plan, and I kind of um, through the music of sacrifice, I kind of got rid of all those crazy emotions that were kind of um, clouding my mind, clouding my 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 visions, my the my goals and the things that I wanted to achieve. So it was let's say kind of my own therapy. So it meant everything that happened since I left Chile until I released the album. Yeah. Did you uh, record it like remotely? Yeah, we recorded okay. remotely. Um, we worked via Skype. It was a pain in the butt. <laughs> I didn't know about Zoom or anything. Uh, it took us longer than expected, and I didn't have any gear at my house. When I came here, I got rid of almost everything. I had my microphones and my interface, but the moment that I started like working on songs and writing songs again, the first one that I wrote was Sacrifice, and because I didn't have anything about from a very old version of Cubase on my very old laptop that didn't work very well I, I literally plugged my iPhone um, headphones to my computer push play and started like singing the melodies as, as if I was a piano kind of similar of what you did so I, I started like uh, 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 and then okay I need another <laughs> melody and started building the melodies and then wrote the uh, main vocals and then I sent the ideas to Gabriel and ta-da so you would like take your idea, your vocal idea and like use them to create like the instruments? Yeah, I want it to sound like a piano or a violin. Okay. It's like maybe we could turn these vocals that I'm doing in the background into violins or pianos. But he was mm -hmm. like, this sounds pretty awesome. Why don't we just skip this? Uh, we can add some beats, some, some programming in the background, some guitars. And you release this song like this. And I'm like, I was super afraid of doing that because it was not domination, it was not metal, but at the same time, it had it had the feeling, it had the the the, the um how you say essencia in English? Uh, essence. The essence, yeah, the essence, and it was 
I was very afraid of releasing that song, honestly. That, like, I mean, like that without like keeping the vocals and without mm -hmm. like removing those vocals and replacing them with instruments and stuff. So it was okay. Uh, we did it. I did it. And I'm glad I did. <laughs> I think you should like release the acapella version, which is like you doing all the, the all yeah. the instrument with your voice. I think it would probably sound like amazing. Like knowing oh how God. like great your voice is, I was just like, I want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I actually have the acapella version somewhere. Sorry, you I, have I to send it to me. I want to listen to it. <laughs> oh, show off your shirt! Demo. Show off your shirt! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm putting something in my chair because I'm it's really hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> and um, can you talk to us a little bit more about uh, the song that's going to be on compilation, uh, Ghost Walls? Okay, Ghost Walls, that was a challenge. Um, I'm not a very skilled pianist. I, I hear the melody in my head and I go to my piano or MIDI controller in this case. Or in back then I had a, a piano like a keyboard. And I was trying to find the notes that I was hearing in my head. And then I got this MIDI control and it was like, was so much easier. And it's a very kind of a love song. I was having, I don't know how to explain this, honestly. Is I had my partner back then and everything, everything was fine. But I also had this feeling about love in general, not to your partner is feeling love. And, and for a moment, I thought that that feeling was kind of frozen inside me because of a lot of things that were going on back then. So I tried and did my best to express those feelings through this song making again a kind of a character so I don't put like myself like super vulnerable super vulnerable out there but anyways it happened <laughs> and the moment when I was writing the song and everything I had the accident in my house and I broke my arm mm -hmm. so I had to like finish like recording or assembling the song with one hand <laughs> because oh I couldn't God. use the other one so it was kind of love and pain inspired song, but put in a very dark romantic way. And I called it Ghost Walls because falling in love, it feels like a, a wall, so you never know how you're gonna dance it. And I put the ghost in there, like representing love. The ghost could be the feeling of love and uh and at the same time i don't know my head works that way when i was writing the lyrics i was how would a ghost feel uh let's say a 500 year old ghost that has been like roaming in the world like for so many years how would this ghost feel about love hmm. and there it is i love that that's amazing. I feel like it fits so well with your aesthetic, which, you know, like, um, I don't know if you want to talk about your aesthetic a little bit, because I, the first time um, Curtis told me about you, I went to check your page and I was just like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> like all your pictures were like perfect. Like, your aesthetic was just like on point. And um, I was like, she's amazing. Can, can you tell me how like you built this kind of um, like your alter ego, I guess? Yeah. It took me a while. It started when I wanted to like 
perform before I leave Chile. It was like, I need to leave this country, but I can't live without performing live. So how am I going to do it? Because this is an alter ego and stuff like that. And of course, I'm super inspired on the Victorian era, Dracula and Gothic literature. So I was like, okay, this is my thing. I want to do whatever I want. And I asked my dear friend Nadima back in Chile to design all the live outfit, this dress with a half jacket, with this cloak, because I wanted to show people like um, the stages of the evolution of this alter ego without having to go super crazy on stage. So I was like, I took off, I, I had an assistant, a live assistant, <laughs> like the, the cloak will go off in like the first, in the second song, then the mask will go out and then I'm just with the coat and then the dress. It's kind of peeling an onion, <laughs> okay? It was kind of peeling an onion. So I, after that I realized, okay, so I can do more. And when, when I started uh, the songwriting process of sacrifice and it, it felt so, it's also elegant and everything, but more organic because mm -hmm. I was, I stopped making music for like four years. Like it took me a while to like land here, come here, live here, work here and meet new people and everything that I wanted to show more like a rebirth. So, and of course I love vampires and underworld and Dracula and all the stuff. I kind of got inspired on that. And at the same time on the um, more witty vibes, more organic vibes. And I had this friend, I have this friend, Day Johnson, who's a fire performer. And I wanted to represent the bringing back to life, the inferno doll, this dormant uh, alter ego but she's no longer an alter ego. She's, me and her are one. <laughs> but at the same time, it's super fun, like taking the role of someone else. And that's how I've been doing that. And now with what's coming, I'm evolving this character to a more, okay, she's, no, she's already reborn. She's here again. So she's, very elegant and I don't know, maybe evil and also very much inspiring the uh, story of Dracula. So you're going to see a lot of that. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I feel like Curtis, you probably have a lot of questions because like, I, I keep like keep stopping you. <laughs> too, but um, I don't, why don't you keep going for a bit guy? Cause I want to, I want to talk to her about a different angle than the music. So if you want to music, I'll, I'll let you go on that before I get onto mine, unless you're done. Uh, um, I think I'm done with the music. I think you can go You're ahead on. with your question. Yeah. You're done with me on music. <laughs> well, I'll, okay. I'll do one final. I'll do one final wrap up. I'll do one final music wrap up, and then we're gonna get onto some other stuff with you, Laura. Um, so, what do you? What would you say is your favorite song that you personally have recorded out of both your releases as the Inferno Doll? Okay, for domination, I have to say that broken. One, no, one song total. <laughs> oh, shit. You told me from both. That's not no, no, fair. No, both. Out, I... of both. Out of both, you can only pick one. Okay. What is, what is <laughs> From domination, I like. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's one song for both. One song for both. 
total. One song. One song. What's one the, song in, the in oh okay then I'll then I'll stick to Ghost World. Okay. Yeah. Ghost World is my answer. favorite. It, it <laughs> makes my heart rate. I get goosebumps. And every time I practice the song here, it's like, oh <laughs> why did I wrote those lyrics? <laughs> Fair enough. They're uh, get me emotional and everything. I, I want to ask Gaia what what's what's Gaia's favorite song from uh, Laura before we continue? In total, just out of all of them. I think I'm going to go with the same song. Really? Because um, it's, <laughs> I think it's my favorite too. Like when, when I asked you what song you wanted me to um, to put on a um, compilation, when you sent it to me, I was like, yes. <laughs> I was really happy that you picked that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I personally would probably pick Sacrifice or I'd pick Crushing, one of the two. Why? I don't know. I really like crushing <laughs> for some reason, and I really like sacrifice. I can't quite put my finger on why, but I do like. Funny, funny thing. Crushing mm. me was the first song we wrote for Domination. Yeah. And sacrifice is the first song I wrote for Sacrifice. That is really weird. Then that is very yeah. weird. Don't like crushing me. I take it. You don't like crushing me. I take it, Laura. Oh yeah, I love crushing me. Okay. But you didn't you didn't let me pick more than one so oh, <laughs> i have my favorites yes fine that's fine i was just curious what the inferno dolls theme song would actually be but if oh goes... oh can i can i say more than one okay got <laughs> one, one more one more and that's it so you got two you two on that's all your i hate you <laughs> okay but... so it would be ghost walls and of course crushing me i have a it's close to my heart that one too cool Okay. Um, all right. So now that we're done with the music stuff, so let's talk about you. We're going to talk about you as being a C-squared client since you've been one for the last, how long have we been in existence? A little while. You started with consulting with us in April, I think, right? April or May? Yeah, it was April. It was April. I think we've been together for like two or three-ish months. Probably. Yeah, but basically you've been, I've been working with you since what, October, September? Oh, yeah. Since October, yeah. since October last year. Yeah. yeah. So you, you, you've probably been with before that. Yeah, you've been with me since September, October, and Guy has been with me since like last year at some point as well too. But October, we yeah. Yeah, but we didn't really start a campaign till like September, October-ish. But um, mm -hmm. okay, so Laura, I mean, I know you're not working with Guy on in C squared, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about this for a second here. So, what benefits do you do you feel that we've given you since you started working with C? Not me personally, but C squared as a group. One of the biggest things that I can like um, highlight is you guys completely taking me out of my comfort zone. I we mean, do. ever it's like uh, I am committed to the work that you you guys are doing with me, and just taking immediate action about everything is one of the most un uncomfortable things that I have to do in my life putting myself out there more often, um, telling people to buy my stuff, mm -hmm. like literally buy my music, <laughs> click yeah. here, yep. or emailing my, my subscribers more often. And I'm a solo artist, so I am the face of the Inferno doll. And yes, it's Putting myself out there the way that I'm doing it right now is something that I didn't do before. Mm -hmm. I did, but not the way that I'm doing it right now. Yep. And at the same time, it has helped me a lot with my 
let's call it musician slash artist uh, self-confident. Yeah. And it's been a work in progress for the last uh, couple of years, especially since COVID. Mm -hmm. And with you was like, okay, now is the time, do it. Do it now. So yes, that's one of the biggest things that I see personal change, personal mm -hmm. growth, and yeah, no more comfortables and no more comfort zone at all. And but in a good way, in a good way. Yeah, I, I think I know what you mean. Um, we take care good care of you though, I think at the same time. We don't just oh, yeah. like we don't just no. like be or anything like that, but we take care of you pretty much every day, I think, don't we? Yeah, and what if I'm freaking out? That happens very often. <laughs> or if I have something that is stressing me out and personal problems or whatever that might delay me on delivering what we talk in our meetings. It's like I'm, I always want to like do the work, but sometimes I forget that I'm human. <laughs> yeah. So that's when I reach out to you or Corey and you you have my back all the time so i'm not alone anymore and it feels wonderful cool um okay so before we go on to the next question i just want to go to gaia for a second because gaia gaia is, gaia is also a c squared uh publicist slash worker slash partner slash i don't know what the fuck you are anymore slash slave <laughs> <laughs> well let me well, let me ask you this okay so you've you started like officially working with me and Corey, you, you made a lot of sales as a result of some of the help you were given, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to ask Laura the sales question in a second, but I just want to ask, ask you this because I know how many you did, but how many, how many albums did you sell after you started kind of getting talking to me and Corey and you got a little bit of the, it was sort of coaching. It wasn't really, but you kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I got inspired. <laughs> Fired. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to say coaching wasn't coaching but you know what I meant um, so I I put myself into the idea of like selling out um, all my copies of my album yep. and um, I was like oh that's gonna take maybe like a few months um, but I did push them and it took me I think it was four days yeah 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 it was, it was four days how many did you sell I think it was 30 30 yep so you sold out completely on your entire cd run right yeah now that that's more sales than you've ever made in one point ever right? uh, that was maybe like in four uh, days that was the most that was the most crowdfunding yeah. i meant yeah okay yeah, cool. yeah so laura so can you kind of go over how much you made in sales since since uh you started if you're comfortable with that or kind of give a vague representation if you're not do i have to say do i have to say numbers well, you don't. Have, that's what I'm saying. If you're not comfortable with the numbers, you don't have to say it. But if you can give a rough idea without going into numbers. Okay. So before everything, before Canada, before sacrifice, I wasn't selling at all. Yeah. Uh, after the the release, and after I started working with you guys, I have sales mostly every day mm -hmm. and i remember when we did <laughs> when we did the um, kiss bundle mm -hmm. i sold uh i think it was seven bundles in total in how many weeks i think it was two and a half weeks two and a half yeah and i didn't run any ads it was everything was organic i yep. used my subscribers from my mailing list i messaged my subscribers in bandcamp as well 
and lots of posts and live streams on social media. So I didn't, I didn't run ads at all. So yes, yes. And you, I'm having. And you sold more than you ever had before. Ever. 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 Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, more than last year, more than ever. So. Yeah. Very, very good. Okay. And so, um, okay. So that was, that was the next, uh, leads into the next question for you, Laura. I, I don't want to keep it for too much longer, but I just want to, since we're on a C squared tooting our horn thing. Um, so <laughs> now, okay. So you, so how did you feel about the PR experience you had with me a few months ago? I know that wasn't C squared, but I mean, I was. It was before C-Square. It was incredible. I never had so much press before. I never had so much people, new people coming in to my social medias or to my Bandcamp or Spotify. It was, it was like before Duar PR slash C-Squared yeah. and after. The, the changes are, honestly, musicians, artists don't tell me you don't have money to invest on your PR and then go buy beer or order food and you don't have money. It's really yeah. important. I mean, it's been one of the most important decisions that I've made, like having a proper PR for the release of my album and everything. And everything we've been doing is incredible. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm pretty sure, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the consulting that you've been doing, I believe you've made more money than you've spent, have you not? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. So, so, yes. so, so far, you, you're actually running ahead in terms of expenses. Yeah, I mean, I can cover um, the C-squared services, and if, mm -hmm. I, if I'm doing a giveaway, that's covered as well. Yes. Um. I fortunately haven't had to put money from my own pocket to, to do that. Yeah. And I hope, and I know that this is going to continue. And, but it also comes from me, part of the work, because I have to do the work. I'm the one yeah. doing everything. So yeah, yeah. yeah. you have to do the work. <laughs> so uh, so fi final two questions, and then Gaia can ask something to wrap it up if she wants to. So, um, how awesome is Gaia as a publicist, do you think? Like, just let's do her because we haven't talked about her, her how awesome oh, she is. Oh, she's amazing. Whatever she does is, is fantastic. I agree. I, I, uh, I agree. Gaia, you know you're amazing. I, I think, uh, I think, I think yes, you are. Campaign. We're going to probably have Gaia be involved in it just because. I oh, think please. I would be like super honored and I know it's going to be amazing. I music as an artist and as part of c-squared is fantastic cool um i th thought i had one more question but i don't think i do actually so guy do you have anything uh further before um you <laughs> yeah um i'm not crying but um cry. i i wanted to now i wanted to come back um to what you were saying about like musician not investing in their pr um, because I've seen this happen a lot with a musician that put a lot of money in their album and I was guilty of that too. Um, we put so much money into like her music and like, into your production and then we just expect people to find it. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that bands do is that not invest in their PR because you have like this amazing um, CD, you have this amazing product that you built with love and like a lot of uh, sacrifices. Uh-huh, sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a lot of sacrifices. Lot. And then like you don't take it to the next level with PR. And I think that's such a, a thing that I'm I'm glad I ended up like buying PR for my album and I'm I, like you said like it did a big huge difference with you too like you ended up like making sales that you weren't doing before just because like you have like this team of people um helping you build yourself mm-hmm. and giving you the confidence too because it's it's so hard yeah. to be a musician and like you you, yeah. you don't know if people are going to like your stuff and you have like no idea but I feel like with PR um you get people that actually know their market and they know who to market exactly. you to and um that made a huge difference for me too and i just wanted to point that out too <laughs> yeah absolutely and um i totally forgot what i was going to say hold on oh okay. my god sacrifices uh sales, oh, yeah um... yeah sacrifices that's one of the words um Yes, uh, as an indie artist, no label and everything. Yes, you got to do some sacrifices in order to grow your music and your music career as well. For me, paying for PR or anything I'm doing, it does mean maybe I don't, I can't like go out for dinner. Well, it's not like you can go out for dinner right now, but order food Mm -hmm. or no drinking or not buying stuff that I don't really need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been saving every penny that I know that I'm not going to spend on anything else for my music, for mm-hmm. music like PR or ads or whatever, or paying to the designer that's going to make <laughs> a new merch mm-hmm. or, or the photographer or gas for the car to go to the location, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I've learned that the hard way. So do it invest in yourself invest in your career invest on pr because it's so helpful they know what they're doing i mean at least this this square they all know what they're doing so they're yeah do it Uh, okay so before we wrap up um i'm gonna i'm gonna actually ask laura one final question what is your favorite song by gaia out of curiosity oh my god so Uriel, I've heard a little bit, but so you, you can't you can't do Uriel if you if you you're familiar with them. Oh my god, that's so hard because all their songs they touch a different fiber in me. It's like <laughs> I, it's like it's the whole you thing. Got, you got one theme song. Drowning in fear. Okay. Which one? Drowning in fear. Drowning in fear. In fear. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's a good choice. <laughs> yes. Song for Gaia. What? What's Gaia's theme song for Gaia? Gaia's got to give a theme song now for herself. I have to give myself a theme song? Yeah, like um, your, favorite, your favorite Gaia Gorda track from Anatomy of Fear. Um, girl on yourself. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Heartbeat. I think we're all in agreement on this one. Heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know what? I'm in disagreement. I think your new song with Lindsay is probably my favorite uh i didn't break yeah i forgot the name yeah. of it yeah that one that one yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna check the horn of the song on the compilation the new the, <laughs> the song new new song from gaia is her best song and it's on the compilation did you see how that in 
That's pretty good. So, um, awesome. so pre-orders are going to be going up in the next week or two. I hope we're just waiting on some paper from some people and then we're going to make it live guy is going to be making some merch for the compilation as well i think she's making shirts mugs yes i yeah. so want a shirt with that artwork jonathan did such an amazing work there oh he's my God. amazing he's yeah. like the best he's the best so what <laughs> yeah. do we got what do we got coming gaia for merch just before we end off um so far we're gonna have t-shirt mugs for sure 100 percent already like almost finished them um there is might be some weird shit that I want to try. So like, I'm going to see if the buses approve, but um, there's going to be a lot of like pretty amazing merch. So uh, yeah. I want to see that. I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> talking about, you're going to have to DM me afterwards, guys. So I know what the fuck you're just talking. like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> yeah. I, did you see his face? <laughs> yeah. Just like, like, what? God, no what way. We're talking about not doing C-squared bongs, guy. That's, not, that's out of the fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> No C square bongs. Um, other than that, uh, we have a couple more bands that are on the on the compilation. If you got the track list in front of you, guy, and then we're gonna. I don't have the track list, but I've been saying it so much that I'm gonna remember. Okay, Inferno cool. Doll, Lotaro, Licantro, Torn Between Two Worlds, Shark Portraits, <laughs> Sinestema, yeah. uh, Lindsay Schoolcraft, and Gaia Guarda on one song. Uh, we have uh, Duncan Evans. Uh, we have a book of worms, um, uh, space coach. Uh, I'm missing people. Uh, art of departure. Art of, art of departure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm struggling so much with that name, but it's like I, I can't say it like properly. I am very sorry. Um, I missing people. I can't remember. Um, I said already the inferno doll. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 there's a band from Holly, uh, it's Connected it's Souls. Soul. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm missing two people. Who am I missing? I don't know, Duncan. You got already, you got the Inferno yeah. Doll, uh, Lacanthor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. Oh, book this works. is awkward. No, I already said it. No, she, oh. she said that, yeah. Well, you know what? If we missed you on this podcast, we are <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> o'clock at night so that's our excuse and it's extremely hot outside oh my god he's um, just like um not froze but like uh, the opposite like it's it's burned her brains guy, are burned from like the temperature outside guy, guy, <laughs> guy is deprived and her brain is fried so yeah Shit, i'm really trying to remember which is like ah. it's, all good. it's all good we'll wrap up guys so uh thank you for listening to the podcast thank you laura for being on thank you for guy, guy thank you guy for being awesome and by the <laughs> compilation goes up on Bandcamp about a week or two. And with that, I'm ending the podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your platform of choice. You can also join the conversation by following us on any social media and suggesting guests or topics you'd like to learn more about. Thanks for listening to C-Squared.